Hello, gorgeous heroes. So today I am releasing this podcast that I actually interviewed Beth from Wildflower Transformation Coach last week. But I'm releasing it today because today is the first day of lockdown for COVID-19 in South Africa. And I believe that there has been no better time to release this podcast now as it will help you transmute fear into love. And it's got so much value in it so maybe take a notebook and there are also some really great free goodies at the end so make sure to stay tuned all the information is in the show notes and i hope you really enjoyed today's episode within us all there resides a hero we just have to learn how to tap in and unleash the power inside kylie ann bowers is the founder of mind your hero and this podcast is the mind foot you need to transform your mindset manifest your desires, and live a life filled with magic. Each episode inspires you to discover your dreams and equips you with the tools and courage you need to transform your life. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for hitting play. Now, let's begin. Hi, Beth. I'm so excited to welcome you to the Mind Your Hero podcast. It is such an honor to have you on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here too. Awesome. So before we begin talking about your story and your journey, and I'm very excited for today's topic because I think it is so needed. Before we jump into that though, I'd like to ask you three rapid fire questions just so that our audience can get to know you a little bit better. Okay, perfect. Awesome. So do you have a favorite quote that you either live your life by or, you know, just have as like a reminder to you daily or just a favorite quote in general? So one of my favorite quotes is in a field full of uh, roses, she's a wildflower. And that's obviously where I started building my business around that, just being yourself and being authentic. So that's one of, one of my favorite ones. So Beautiful. And if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Ooh, superpower. Um, to <laughs> probably to to see in the future. I think we'd all like to know what <laughs> what's going to happen next. But yeah, that takes away all the fun. But that would be a cool superpower to have. <laughs> awesome. And then lastly, if you could change the school curriculum and add something in it of value, what would you add to the school curriculum to empower our youth to just deal with life a little bit better? Okay, gosh, so this one I could talk about in a whole interview, but um, <laughs> so personally, what I feel is a lot of how the, the system works now boxes people, so they don't, if you're not number one, you're number two, so you kind of feel like you're not enough, so I think what needs to be looked at in the schooling system is how do we actually allow our children to, to bring themselves forward and not have that sort of beaten out of them not every child learns the same way so they need to look at how they can actually teach children each one individually so it's a it's it's a big topic because there's a lot that needs to be done with the school system but i do think each child needs to they need to take in consideration how each child learns before labeling them or boxing them completely agree that that was a beautiful answer Great. So today we're going to be talking about fear and anxiety about the whole situation that's going on around us at the moment. And for those mm. who may be listening at a different date and time, we are currently in the middle of coronavirus and having this pandemic 
shoved in our face by social media every day and all of the panic and fear that is around us. So I'm very excited to dive into today's topic, but maybe we could start with your journey and how you came to be Wildflower Transformational Coaching and how you even got into this industry. Okay, yeah, that's great. So uh, with Wildflower Transformation Coaching, I specialize with working with women who are at risk of stress and burnout. So I focus on limiting beliefs and emotions um, as the main part of, of my business. So um, how I got here, so when you hit rock bottom, there's no choice but to like question how you got there. So I woke up in my early 30s, burnt out and believing I was broken. Um, I'd followed what you would say the should do's in life and I was outwardly what people would consider successful. However, inside I felt anything but successful. So what started as a, a gap year overseas after school led to me working in finance at one of the largest sort of um, global trading companies. And I, I lived in London and Switzerland and I, what I ended up doing is following what everyone said and I got a proper job and I wanted to have the big house, the nice car, the handsome husband, the two kids, like everyone tells you, you have to have. So in this environment that I was working in, we were under uh, extreme pressure and stress and it was, you know, one of the macho type places, more macho than the, <laughs> the bench pressing section of the gym where <laughs> only the bravest of women venture. So it was not um, unheard of for people to be shouting at each other over the phone or across the office. And the thing is, we're not taught how to deal with this kind of, of stress. Um, so I, I started dealing with it by filling, filling this gap within myself with, with alcohol and going into a haze of partying um, and then trying to numb the pain. And once I obviously got to a point where I could no longer do that anymore, I started going off on shopping sprees to spoil myself for the hard work I was doing. And I would go home and hang up my new clothes and, and an already overfilled cupboard with most items still having their price tags on them. But as my cupboard became fuller, my heart actually became more and more emptier. Um, so. I think I got to the point where I was going up the ranks, I was traveling, it all seemed to be awesome and everyone was like, wow, look at how cool your life is, it all seems glamorous from the outside, but I was becoming angrier and more temperamental by the day, so something as small as my keys going missing would send me over the edge. Um, and I, I actually really believe that keys have their uh, life of their own. So, um, they never where you last put them. So, um, <laughs> I would uh, convince myself that I would only stay just for one more year, but another year would come around and the same patterns continue to repeat each other. And I eventually started looking for healthier alternatives. Um, to, so I did countless downward dogs, reading every self book I could get my hands on and, following every girl online and this definitely did help. Um, but I never addressed head on why I was staying in this situation that was no longer healthy or serving me. And it was only after deciding to stay for just one more year after being relocated back to South Africa that I completely burnt out and had no other choice but to face myself head on. So cutting my ties and leaving my corporate job is a full other story. However, eventually what changed my life was burning out and finally getting the help that I needed. So burnout has taught me so much about myself and why I was behaving the way I did. And it's also catapulted me to follow my dreams and help other people in a way I never had imagined possible. So I can actually say burnout is an amazing teacher. 
and there is really um, more to life than going around in the stress um, that we allow ourselves to go around in. So that's kind of how Wildflower came to life. Um, and I love that was because from, uh, I often speak about, you know, before you have your biggest breakthrough, you have your biggest breakdown and your mm. whole story just enlightens on that even further that when we are in these really challenging times and we are facing rock bottom which is what i think a lot of people are facing right now because we've obviously seen global economies crash we're seeing like all mm. of this panic around us but i also believe it's a time for new life and new opportunities and reimagined ways of working evolving so I hope that this your story is a message to others that even though we might be facing times of fear and panic right now, there is always a blessing that will come out of the situation. I agree. I think it's in times where we think that we can't go any further, that we actually reach deeper inside of ourselves and find that strength doesn't come from outside of you. It comes from within you. Um, and also in these times, it's also a time to really look at your life and see Am I where I where I want to be? Have I followed all the should do's? And like self-awareness and becoming aware of where you are right now and allow yourself to face where where you are and see if it's actually working for you or not. Um, so I think these situations do actually force us to do that and, and face our fears and face the way um, we're currently living our lives and see, is this, uh, is this working? Is this not? Um, and is it time for me to evolve myself, you know? So I completely, yeah, that it is burnout or whatever you go through, your rock bottom is the start for a new part of your journey. Beautiful. So we actually met when you were hosting, well, we've actually been in contact via social media for a while, but we officially met through a Hope Gathers event and it was all around fear. And I absolutely loved the workshop because it also gave me the space to work through my own fears because you know, I think often as a coach, people think that you've got everything worked out. We really don't, not always. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's so nice to be in that space of being vulnerable with myself and working through my own set of fears. So I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about fear and what is the meaning of fear? What, what can people or how do people experience fear? What would your take on fear be? Okay, so the way I, um, I see it is fear it has lots of different faces so it's anything from mild uneasiness anxiety worries all the way to extreme paranoia and even guilt wrapped in with fear so it's it can it can show up in many different ways and you know we've got the fear of failing the fear of not being enough the fear of being rejected the fear of being vulnerable the fear of dying the fear of loss the fear of the dark it's just can go there's so many different extremes of fear um but like we discussed in that workshop, there's also extremes of fear because we, we're also a lot more fearful of, of everything we can be than we are sometimes of, of the opposite. Um, so fear can show up in, like I say, in so many different ways. But right now, what I feel in this is it doesn't actually matter what is triggering your fear. It could be a virus, it could be anything. It's a trigger, whatever's happening externally. And someone will end up reacting to fear differently to someone else based on how much fear they're actually holding on to. So we basically think that we've 
let go of things from our past because, you know, life goes on and time heals all wounds, but we're actually holding on to a whole lot of unprocessed emotions. And the more that you hold on to them and not let them go, you start to actually feel like a pressure cooker and, and events then whatever happens externally triggers that. And I feel that, um, that's why you'll see some people in, in panic situations like this will panic and be to the extreme and other people will be like, okay, well, it's not that bad. How can I move forward? How can I move on? So it really depends also, depends on how much fear you're currently holding on to in any case. Then the other side of it, I feel is, um, you know, I think we're in a modern age that, you know, there's so much information out there that, a lot of people have lost touch with themselves and lost connection. So you've also got a situation where you, you don't know how to cut off and say, what actually am I going to look at and what am I not? And there's so much information coming from all sides that it's very difficult to then be like, cut it off and say, okay, no, I'm not going to buy into this. Because a lot of it is, is us buying into what we're being told and what we're seeing and what we're hearing. So. Definitely. And if somebody is feeling like they are getting triggered and maybe this has even just enlightened them to knowing that they are being triggered or maybe somebody doesn't even know, they just suddenly all of a sudden feel angry, but they don't realize that that could mm. be back to a fear. How, mm, 100%. how could somebody actually use this information of, okay, maybe I'm getting triggered. What is the first sign or symptom of holding on to a past thing and now you're getting triggered constantly at the moment. How would people know that that's actually fear and not maybe the anger that they're feeling? Okay, so the, this is also from my own personal experience of how I've uh, found myself reacting right now. If you're feeling angry right now, you do need to look a little bit deeper because behind that there is potentially fear. I, I personally felt angry um, seeing everyone going a little bit crazy at first and then I had to take a step back and say actually why am I feeling this way and it actually came back to me feeling helpless um, because I and every big um, situation I've had in my past where I was younger for example and something big happened in my life I felt helpless so it actually triggered a, a past wound in me um, so it's almost like knowing if I'm reacting and feeling a certain way don't just try and say, okay, it's fine. I must just get on with it. Because this is part of our conditioning. We're taught to be like, okay, let's just move on. And it'll, time, it'll pass. Everything will be okay. But actually acknowledge the way you feel. So it's almost like, okay, I am feeling something. Let me actually take a step back and look at what that is. Because underneath it, there's something a little bit uh, deeper. I 100% agree. I always teach my clients actually that there's an emotion behind an emotion. So 100%. Mm. you're generally just not feeling the negative emotion that might appear as anger. Like you said, you dig, dug deeper and found out that it was actually hopelessness that you're feeling. And mm. even sadness, often sadness is actually such a positive, beautiful emotion because behind all the layers of sadness is gratitude for having loved something so much. And it's this missing part that's no longer there, but it's, it's actually from a place of gratitude and love, which is so beautiful. <coughs> Sorry. Um, still coughing. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. No. And I think this is, this is true. It's like allowing yourself to actually go a little bit deeper. And I think it's also part of our conditioning to not allow ourselves to go to a little bit deeper because we, there's like this elusive way of thinking that actually going inwards, that's going to be hard and, and it's going to be difficult and I don't know what I'm going to find. And that's um, it's too much for me to face. And, um, 
Yes, going inwards and dealing with, with whatever's happening inside of you can be difficult at times. I'm not going to say it's not. I think it's not. It's just been hyped up to be a lot more difficult than it actually is once you get into it and start becoming aware enough to then just know that, okay, I'm being triggered here. So how do I, the steps then to take to then move forward. So I actually put together a couple of steps that we can discuss on that um, of how to sort of acknowledge your emotions and um, then be able to start letting them go. That would be so amazing. What I, so we, we had discussed this firstly, like around acknowledge, acknowledge how you feel first, whether it's anger, whether whatever emotion it is, first acknowledge you feel a certain way and not, we, we tend to suppress and repress our emotions instead of just allowing ourselves to feel what we need to feel. And first step is always acknowledge and know that I'm feeling something here. What is it? then emotions actually are trying to move us forward. They're messages. So um, you need to actually take a step back and find out what is the message this is trying to tell me. And for me, like in the example I just used before, the message was, okay, it's actually time for you to let this go so you can move forward and, and help people and help people the way you, you're meant to be helping people. Um, and if I didn't realize that, I would have sat and dug deeper into a hole of feeling hopeless, for example. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's also shining a bit of light in the darkness because until you shine a light on what's happening underneath everything, it's, it's remains in the dark. So, and then after that, it's actually feel what you need to feel, lean into it. And then what, look at where you can take that next step forward. You know, what, what can I do based on this message to move forward and, and actually help myself in the situation? I love that. And just going back to your point, you know, Yes, people have made it out like rewiring your subconscious mind. It must be such a complex, complicated, intrinsic process. But it's actually all of these things are really simple. It may not be easy to do because it does. It uplifts a lot of emotional stuff. It uplifts the wounds that we need to heal. But it's all really mm. simple. And your process that you've just read out is beautiful to uncover those emotions and feel what is actually beneath them. So I absolutely love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. No, it's it's a pleasure, and it is. It's about allowing ourselves to actually listen. We miss out on so much of, of messages that can move us forward, and without actually having emotions, we would we wouldn't actually be able to move forward and 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 know that there's there's something there that needs looking at. You know, if you didn't feel something, you wouldn't be able to actually even find what it is that's that's making you feel that way. So they they actually need to be embraced rather than um, run run away from, which I think we kind of almost have been conditioned to do. Yes, I always talk about the negative emotions as these little blocks of ice in your freezer. And the moment anger comes out, you're like, no, 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 not now, anger. I'm going to put you back in the freezer. But by the time yes. you've got a little bit of residue and the more you put it back in the freezer, it just grows. And what you resist persists, as we know. And then eventually exactly. that whole freezer needs to be cracked open and it's a lot more work. So I love this feeling your emotions because your emotions are messages that was such a beautiful way of explaining emotions and i think also during this time is to allow people to also just honor if they're feeling fear honor if they yes. are feeling that anxiety it's okay to have that moment but make sure you lean into it and transmute it into something beautiful because yes it is something that you have to look into in order to transmute but allow yourself to be in that space of fear for a little bit allow your space yes. to be in that 
space of anxiety for a little bit, but don't just be in that state of fear because that's also not healthy. Exactly. I completely agree. And I think this was the goes nicely into what I wanted to, to, to speak about next, which is about what fear, is, what the opposite of fear is. And this is something we also discussed in, in the workshop we did together. It's like love is the opposite of fear. And there's a nice quote um, by Nelson Mandela that love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. And right. many, many of us think the opposite of fear is actually courage or, or something like that, but it's actually is love. And to be able to move past it, it's actually how can I reframe my fear to actually come from a place of love instead? Um, because the more you get stuck, you need to feel it, you need to acknowledge it, you need it to be there. But then the whole point of it is it's in motion, it's moving you forward. So how do I move forward? And with fear, it is always let's move forward with love. And what I think is it's firstly actually facing the fear, work out what is the fear, what's underneath it, and then start looking at like what's important, most important to me in my life, you know, what do I currently love about my life and, and why, and what am I not loving about my life and why, and are my current fears actually attached to this, because I think you're not going to be fearful of something if it's not relating to something you love, like you mentioned with sadness, it's, it's always relating to, to the opposite of it, and it's almost like how can you then take that fear and be like, okay, let me say, I'm going to put it to, towards the things that I love about my life instead. So for example, with, with mine, it's like, I actually, I love being there for others. And I actually allow myself to see how I can help other people in the situation. That it's turning around and saying, let me change my focus to how I can help the people that I love. Um, and a lot of people in these situations right now are going to be very nervous about potentially having um, an impact on their job or their business. So it's almost like, and then they love their family, for example. So it goes back to, I love my family. So I allow myself to focus on the opportunities I have right now to ensure we provided for. So it's kind of like taking what you love and turning it around. So you can start focusing on that instead. Absolutely. Once you've already acknowledged the way you feel, because unless you, if you don't acknowledge it, you're not going to even be able to get to this point. So it is, it's um, facing the fear and then turning it around to love. I love that. And love really is the highest vibrational emotion that you can feel. And often when, when we break things down, your purpose and people's purpose always comes back to love and to do things from a place of love. So 100%. it's also so beautiful to see how many light workers or healers and coaches are coming out and are helping people from, a, from this place of love. And I think that's what's also going to help transcend this entire situation that we've got going on here is love. Because right now we're being given the opportunity to spend more time with family, to spend more mm. time getting to know ourselves and to reach a place of love for our souls again and the planet and just all of those around us like I'm seeing so many beautiful things come out of just being in part of like a community and your neighbors mm. are starting to be like are you okay are you healthy are you safe do you need sanitizer do you need toilet paper which is you know it's still blowing my so mind that buying toilet paper <laughs> yeah <laughs> It is so I mean, I, I stay in a complex with quite a lot of people that live in here and a lot of people are like, hi guys, does anybody need sanitizer? I'm going to order in bulk and allow everybody to use, you know? So it, there is, it's so, there's so many beautiful things happening and that is the opposite of fear and it's so beautiful to witness. 
Yes, and I think we don't realize as humans, it's until we get pushed to our darkest hour that, that and it's the same, like we mentioned before, with me burning out and, and those situations, until you get pushed to that darkest hour, you don't, you won't really appreciate the light that there is in the world. You won't see it in the same light. And I do really believe that a lot of what is happening now is, is pushing us to take that step back and reconnect. We've lost, we have lost connection with ourselves. And once you've lost connection with yourself, you lose connection to, to, your, to anyone really and to any form of high, higher power, whatever you decide to believe in. But you, it's very difficult to connect with anything when you've lost that connection with yourself. And so I do feel like you have a choice right now. Do you face the fear, transmute it to love, and actually become brave enough to face whatever you need to face so you can move forward instead of doing the opposite where you get caught up in the fear. And let's be honest, like it's actually fear, worry, anxiety, negative thinking, all of that's actually mental addictions. It's our go-to. And it's almost forcing us to now be like, let's face these uh, these emotions. Let's face it and let it let them go and move forward as as humanity to a, a different level, um, which we haven't experienced before this. Yeah, uh, sure. There's so much value in that what you just said. And just to go back a little bit, I really do believe that the law of polarity, which shows you the exact opposite of what you want, so that you can get clear on what you do want is showing itself up so much at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about it earlier today, actually, and we are being shown sickness right now, but the opposite, the polar opposite of sickness is actually to heal. And yes. I believe that our entire planet right now is also going through this process of healing. It's not just about healing ourselves on a physical level, but it's also about healing the planet. I'm sure you've yes. seen the, the yes. post about how Venice's canals are clearing, pollution is going down. So Mother Nature is also having its time to heal right now. And I think it's such a beautiful message for us to do this inner work, to heal ourselves too. Um, yes. And again, that goes back to this place of love. So I absolutely resonate with what you're saying so much. Yeah, I do feel I, I like I get goosebumps thinking about it actually because we we we've forgotten the fact that we're actually all connected. We're all one. We we're connected to the earth. We're connected to everything. And when these things do, they make us see that you know, by me healing myself, I heal every I heal others. And 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 that's the way to look at it. It's not just doing it for you because we often think I'm selfish if I do stuff for myself and this, that, and that, which is all conditioning. But I think it, it's also then turning that around for yourself and being like, I need to do this for, for not just for me, but for, for, for everyone, you know, for everyone around me and for, for the world at large. We, we don't realize the ripple effects that we have in the world. And people are looking for this grand big purpose and that we're all supposed to be doing huge things in the world. And that's not necessarily what is needed. Each person, whether it's a, a big thing or a small thing, it's big, you know, whatever you're doing has an effect on someone and that has an effect on the world. And it's, it's about allowing yourself to know that it's okay to actually go deeper and heal. And it's not just for you, it's for everyone around you. I absolutely love that. And I think that's, what we're also starting to see more of it's that don't stay at home for yourself stay at home for those around you too stay in mm. self-isolation because it's protecting you but it's also protecting others around you and there is this, there's this common thread of oneness that we keep coming back to and i do believe that we were feeling the earth's energy too because we are all one yeah. we can yes. feel 
feel mother nature needing this time of healing and it's just yeah i think everything makes so much sense when you look at it from that perspective yes i completely agree and i think when everything's come up now like i'm i'm an empath and i felt i felt everything and i was like okay this is other people's fear. That's how at first I was putting it on, on myself. And I was like, no, actually, I'm claiming this as my fear because whatever is uh, whatever it is, I'm feeling it. So I'm claiming it as mine and I'm going to do what I need to do to heal that. And obviously, I'm, you know, a couple of steps ahead in that journey. I've, I've learned how to do these things for myself and I teach others to do that. But each one of us, we're not islands. You know, you can reach out, even if it's just talking to someone over... Skype message, it doesn't even have to be someone who's a coach. It's just reach out, keep the connection going because we need that. We need connection. And each one of us needs someone to help us become um, who we're meant to be. You mentioned the hero journey the last time we met and it's, it's, you have the mentor, you meet the mentor and all of us need that, even if it's just someone in your family, you know? Yeah, I'm honestly just covered in goosebumps right now because it is just such a beautiful message that you know, even though we are spending more time in isolation, I, I don't believe there's ever been a time where the world has been more connected. And, yes. it, you know, thank goodness for technology because it is allowing this connection to still happen and to still carry on. And I, I believe that this connection is where new ways and new ways of working are going to be reimagined. So it's just, it's really, really beautiful to see what is actually going on. So there's one it, other thing. Yeah. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> there is one other thing I want to discuss a little bit about because I think a lot of our listeners specifically have this fear and it's the fear of success. And I know yeah. that I've also come from a place of fear of success. And, you know, often people think that they have the fear of failure, but when they go into it and when they go deeper, they realize that it's not failure because I know that I've changed my mindset to know that failure is just feedback. There is no such thing yes. as failure. It's just all feedback. And when people realize that they realize, oh my gosh, I actually don't have the fear of the worst happening. I have the fear of success happening. So could we maybe just go into that? Because I know that a lot of my listeners do have the fear of success. Yes, of course. So yeah, we are 100% more fearful of being powerful beyond measure. Like we all... I think within each of us, we do know that we're limitless. I think there is a knowing within each of us that, that we're limitless. It's just life and conditioning and everything's taught us not to feel that we're not, you know? And, and I do almost feel that this is part of the journey of being alive is to let go of those limitations so you can become limitless. So it is, it's one of our biggest fears is, is that who am I to be everything I, I, I think I could be, you know, who am I to dream that big? Um, yeah, it is. It's we're more fearful of the other side of the spectrum, in, in my personal opinion. And how you also look at that is, it is. This goes back to love. Like I'm, everything I'm doing to be successful, nine times out of ten, it's not going to be just for your own success. It's going to be for the success of the people you love around you, the success of community, the success of uh, of the economy. It's not just always going to be for I want to be successful for myself. So it is. It's about letting it go towards love again and saying, okay, I am scared of being successful, but who am I actually not to give my gifts to the world? That's what I'm here to do, you know? That's beautiful. I think so many people also just don't believe that they deserve success. And that again goes back into looking deeply into doing this self-work 
because if you can heal those wounds, then all of a sudden your enoughness level, what I call your I am enough, but your enoughness level starts to increase. And then you are in that space of believing that you are worthy and deserving of the success that you desire. Yes, completely. And I think it, it, I think every single person, if we ask ourselves honestly, do, don't believe that they're enough. It comes back to also our schooling, which we discussed earlier, but every one of us has had something that has made us feel like we're not enough. And that then just gets validated throughout your life. So it goes quite deep with many people. And feeling not deserving then does link into it. Uh, it is. You have to do the work to say, okay, who's it's serving for me to carry on holding on to these beliefs it's not serving anyone if i'm if i'm not allowing myself to to go to that next level and put myself out there and help people in the way that i'm supposed to help them there's a desire on your heart for a reason it's not just being placed there for for nothing and so you actually owe it to yourself and and everyone around you to bring it out there and go and do the work to get past those limitations I love that. And I love that if a desire has been put on your heart, it was meant to be put there. That is sure. It's just so beautiful. Awesome. So I know you've got some gifts for our listeners. Maybe we can talk about that. And if you have any other things that you would like to talk about, we can go into that. But what gifts do you have for our listeners today? If they'd like to get in contact with you, I will also make sure to put in the show notes how they can find you and all of that. But maybe we can just go through all of those things. Okay, perfect. So I had um, put together a workbook called Overcoming Fear, which is actually got quite a, it's got prompts and questions that you can answer to actually face your fears and to actually then reframe it to, to come from a place of love. So I'm going to give a, a, um, a link that you can give to everyone so they can download that. Um, and then if anyone needs help going through it, they're more than welcome to reach out. Um, you know, it's there to be, to help people move forward to a place of love. And then I'm just about to, to launch now my, my first online course, which is called Burning Out to Thriving, based on obviously the fact I've been through burnout myself. And it's, it's going to be for overachieving women to help them drown out the noise and actually start discovering their best selves. And I find a lot of burnout is coming from just having lost that connection. So it's helping people reconnect and rediscover themselves and move forward in their journey. So I will be looking to give maybe a discount code to, to two of the first people who reach out to me. So I'll give you the, my contact details and the first two people to reach out can get a 10% discount if it sounds like something they'd like to look into. Amazing. And there's no better time to walk down that journey. I know a lot of people are in self-isolation and it's online, guys. This is amazing. So get into the space of the online world because you this is a perfect time to be investing in yourself and to healing these wounds and all of that so that is beautiful i absolutely love that so i will make sure to put all of that information in the show notes and thank you so much for that workbook as a gift i think our listeners are really going to enjoy diving into that so thank you so much it's a pleasure i hope people enjoy it so it's 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 actually meant to be done from a place of love within yourself too. We often judge ourselves when we go into personal development. I know myself from being on this journey, a lot of the times when I wasn't moving forward as fast as I wanted to, it came from a place of judgment. Um, that I must be better. I must be better. And so there's even the toxicity in, in personal development in that sense. So it's almost like do it because you want to be better for yourself and the people around you and not to judge yourself and feel like I must be better, you know. I love that. 
Beautiful. So are there any closing comments or anything else that you'd like to add to our podcast? It's been such a great one. Thank you so much for being here. I think there have been so many valuable outcomes from this. So thank you. But is there anything else you'd like to say in closing? Well, yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I really, really enjoyed having this chat. And, you know, what I'd like to end off with is just say to people is that it's okay to feel whatever you feel. Lean in and allow yourself to go deeper. This is the time, you know, we've all been called to face our deepest fears and to move forward into love and take the opportunity to do it because, you know, we all owe it to ourselves and and to, to the earth and everyone around us. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Beth. And we will be chatting soon, I'm sure. Perfect. Thank you, Carly. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Hero podcast. We hope it's lit a fire within you to go after and achieve your dreams. If you loved this episode, we'd be honored if you would leave a review and share it with your friends on social media. As a thank you for sharing in our dream to inspire millions across the globe, we'll gift you a guided meditation that will allow you to step into the power of your inner hero faster than you could ever imagine. For daily inspiration, be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Mind Your Hero. We've absolutely adored our time together on this episode and look forward to you tuning in again. Until next time, we wish you a magic-filled week.